Welcome to Daily Bible Reading Notes from Valley Chapel Community Church, where we seek to learn the whole counsel of God's Word. I'm your host, Pastor Michael Rowe. This is the posting for February 5th, 2024. Yesterday, we saw Leviticus 7-9 through illustrate the truth of Proverbs 30, verse 5. Holy fire consumed the burnt offering, showing that God had accepted it and atonement had been made for their sins. God's word is true, and for those who trust in his word, there is great blessing. But God's word is not only living and active for blessing. His word never returns void, Isaiah 55, 11. The truth of God's word can bring the aroma of life or the aroma of death, 2 Corinthians 2, 14-17. The sobering reality is that whoever ignores, rejects, or adds to God's word will face the reproof or judgment of God. As Proverbs 30, verse 6 states, Do not add to his words, or he will reprove you, and you will be proved a liar. The aroma of burning judgment overwhelms the senses as we come to chapter 10 of Leviticus. In an instant, the two eldest sons of Aaron, newly consecrated to holy service, are consumed by fire, quote, from the presence of the Lord, Leviticus 10, verse 2. How could holy fire from God's presence go from gracious atonement to engulfing judgment? Why were these holy men burned to death before their father and the whole congregation? Was it because they had too much to drink? Is this a proof text for teetotalers? While the prohibition against wine and strong drink does seem to be clearly connected, Leviticus 10, 8-11, it is not the cause. It may have helped loosen them up, but they were killed for another reason. Verse 1 gives us the cause for their fiery end. Nadab and Abihu had, quote, offered strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. Leviticus 10, verse 1. That last phrase is meant to stand out. It should grab our attention. Because if we've been paying attention up to this point, we've heard a particular phrase repeated over and over again. Quote, as the Lord had commanded. End quote. From the first spark of the smelting fire and the first pool of the weaver's loom, the construction and consecration of the tabernacle have been carefully completed according to God's command. This refrain continues in Leviticus. So, for example, Leviticus 8, verse 9, verse 13, verse 17, verse 21, and so on. As we ended yesterday, God accepted their sacrifice offered up just as the Lord had commanded, Leviticus 9, 7, and 10. When God's people believed and submitted to his word, there was blessing. But what happens when you ignore or add to God's word? Judgment from God. There are many applications that can be drawn from this passage, but today we'll focus on two. The first is to fear God and tremble at his word. As the Lord explains through Isaiah, quote, but to this one I will look, to him who is humble and contrite of spirit, and who trembles at my word. Isaiah 66, verse 2. Whether in the daily reading of God's word, Psalm 1-2, or in the reading and preaching of God's word, 1 Timothy 4-13 and 2 Timothy 4-2, we should receive God's word for what it really is, the word of God, 1 Thessalonians 2-13. Is this how you approach God's word? Do you humbly listen to it, receive and obey God's holy word? Finally, 
The warning emblazoned in the fiery death of the two priests carries through to today. Whether Nadab and Abihu are preachers of God's word today, the expectation of God is that those who teach his people are to treat God and his word as holy. Leviticus 10, 11 and 10, verse 3. If a teacher or preacher adds to God's word, they are treating God as if he is not holy, and they will face a stricter judgment. James 3, verse 1. So preachers and teachers of God's word must reckon with God's searing question to abusers of his word. Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer which shatters a rock? Jeremiah 23, 29. They must remember that God is against all who abuse his word. Jeremiah 23, 30-32, and that they themselves will one day give an account for how they have handled God's word, Hebrews 13, 17, and 2 Timothy 2, 15. Therefore, whether they are reading, studying, or preaching God's word, God's messengers must seek to faithfully obey and teach the truth of God's holy word. For all believers, this means taking great care when choosing which teachers they listen to or which church they will attend. Is the faithful preaching of God's word the norm? Does the pastor preach the text and its intended meaning? Is reverence for God's holiness demonstrated in a holy reverence for his word? Ultimately, as we receive and respond to God's word, by God's grace, may we be holy, for he is holy. Leviticus 11:44 through 45